Hey, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. I am your host, Wendy Featherston, and I am happy today. I am just so happy. I woke up in this amazing feeling of just sheer happiness. There's nothing really going on. I'm here in Florida visiting one of my keto sisters and OMG, I just woke up happy. (laughs) Hopefully you are um, feeling happy today as well. And if you're not, just stop and take a moment, take a deep breath to come back to the present moment And from that point on, move in your own happiness, right? Move in your own happiness. So here's some ways people have been reaching out and they want me to tell you all in the beginning of the podcast how you can connect with us. So here are a few ways that you can connect with us um, right here at Black Girls Keto 2. You can join our community if you're not a part of it over on Facebook. And we are Black Girls Keto 2. Now, there are two groups um, with the same name. I had mine first. I think they have an exclamation point or something at the end of theirs. But we are Black Girls Keto 2 with over 26,000 members. So join us there. You can also find us over at um, Black Girls underscore Keto 2 on Instagram. And if you are wanting to send me a message and email me, you can do so at Wendy at creativelywendy.com. Or you can leave me a message, um, a voice message on the Anchor platform. Um, If you're listening to the podcast there, you can do that as well. Or leave me a message on any platform that you listen. I get them. Okay. So there's that. I am really happy to share this episode with you all today. And this episode is all about finding your happiness or your happy on your keto journey. See, what I find, especially as I am coaching women in and on their keto journeys, that we're not happy about it. We're not happy about, you know, the food choices, just life in general, you know, and, and it, it shows up um, when you're unhappy. It shows up in how you cook your food and all of those things. So today we are going to talk about how to find your happy on your keto journey, right? How to create your own sense of happiness, right? We create happy or happiness because we, you know, honestly, you choose happiness. You wake up each morning and you get to choose how you're going to feel. And happiness is a choice and you have to be deliberate about your um, choosing of happy, but it is a choice. So we are going to walk you through some steps and giving you some tips and tricks on how to be 
and find and create your own sense of happiness, um, specifically on your keto journey. So stay tuned. All right. Welcome to how to find your happy on your keto journey. I think that a lot of us, while we're on this keto journey, and even when you reach your um, desired weight releasing number or size or whatever, I think we don't really do it joyfully and we don't, we're not happy about it, right? And I'm not just talking from my own experiences, but of the experiences of the women that I coach and that I get to talk to um, over in our group on Facebook and even on Instagram, right? So many of you all, you know, um, so many of you all inbox me and send me messages and email me um, in regards to, you know, how keto isn't fun and how, you know, you don't like meal prepping. So a lot of us talk about what we don't like more than what we do like. And that hinders your, you know, state of happiness just in life in general, because words are energy and that which you don't want, if you talk about it a lot, are you all you're going to do is draw more of that to you. But if you shift your thinking and you talk about more of what you do want, more of what you like, then you'll draw that to you as well. See, the law of attraction works, you know, in tandem. If you, you know, if you think and talk and speak negatively, you're going to get negative. And if you think and talk and speak positively, you're going to get positivity. So, just knowing that on your keto journey, you have to find the things that make you happy, find the things that bring you joy and focus there because those are the things that will cause you to, you know, have, it will draw more of that to you, but you'll find that you'll, you're, you'll be on this journey much more happier, nicer to be around and you'll like it. Like you really like it. Like I love keto, y'all. I love this way of eating. I love this way of life. I absolutely love it. Like I really do. It's the best thing since that sliced white bread, right? It's the best thing. So what I want you all to know that is that keto is not a destination, right? It is not your mama's diet. And y'all, if you're not new to me, you have heard me say this before. It is not your mama's diet. It's not a diet. It's really not. It's a way of eating. It's a way of life. It is a lifestyle. And it's something that is really, once you shift your mindset and kind of undo or throw out <laughs> the things that you have been taught. And it takes time. I get it. It does. But you have to be willing to be open to shifting 
or change, if you will. But it has to be something that you live every day. Keto has to be something that you live every day. It has to like be a part of your life. You don't dip in and out of, you know, as a lot of people post um, in the group that they, you know, they jumped off of keto for four weeks or three months or two weeks or, you know, a day or two, whatever, you know, you don't dip in and out of it. It is something that you have to live every day. It's not a destination. And so because it's not a destination, you'll never arrive, right? You will never arrive because it's not a place that you're going to. It's not a thing or it's not a, it's not a destination, but it's your life. So once you reach your intended goals, um, on your keto, while you're on your keto journey, while you're journaling or journeying, (laughs) while you are on your journey, let's say it like that, right? You won't, you won't, won't arrive. You won't get there because once you do reach your size, y'all, you, you still have to live in that keto life in order to maintain which you just accomplished, right? So I know I have um, two clients that I'm working with right now who they have reached their destination um, and their intended size and weight that they feel comfortable in. And they got really cocky in their own words. They got really cocky and felt like they could, you know, jump back in and, you know, eat the sad diet and, you know, eat the breads and all of that kind of stuff. And what they um, both have found was that they have, um, you know, since picked back up some of that weight or found some new weight (laughs) that they um, had released and, and they were feeling really down and really low about it. Right. But, you know, like I said to them, you cannot use this as a destination, right? You Like, it's not a, a place where you just get to and then you stop doing it. It's a lifestyle. And the key to a delicious, yummy keto life is defining your own happiness and knowing that when you are, you know, when you reach your goal, that you have to live your goal. Come on, y'all. You got to live it. Don't just get to it and drop off. I see it all the time. Don't get cocky in it and knowing that, you know, and thinking that you can go back to eating unhealthily and, and still maintain all of the great success that you have accomplished. Don't get sloppy in it. Find that sweet spot for yourself. Now, can you eat off plan at times if you want to? But, you know, if you've reached your destination and and you've done so happily and joyfully, then you have an arsenal. 
Like you have an arsenal that you have created of recipes and tips and tricks on how to stay on plan, right? And if you don't, I'm, I, I, right here, I encourage you to get you one. But you should, and you know what you can have and what you can't have. Um, and know that you, you know, have these tools that, you know, when you get to where you want to be, like, okay, I'm a, I'm a stick and stay right here. I'm going to stick and stay right here because this body that I'm in now, because I've released all of that weight, I feel um, so much more healthier than I've ever felt before. You know, I don't have inflammation. I'm off of blood pressure meds. I'm, you know, off of the diabetes medicine and all of the off ofs that you have and are experiencing. Don't put yourself back there. Don't put yourself back there. It's not worth it. You are worth it. You are worth not eating bread. You are not worth the donut. You are worth it. You are worth all of the effort and the hard work and the discipline. You are worth it. So know that um, you, you, you really are worth it and that you worked hard and you you have to you know find that sweet spot to stay where you are right and so and knowing that you know and knowing that you are worth it and you can do it and being happy on this journey i really want us to know that no one can do this for us no one, not your husband, not your wife, not your sister, not your mama, not your children. And truth be told, we, a lot of us start our journeys out for other people. Like I want to be around for my children or my grandchildren or my husband, my wife, whomever, right? My partner. I want to be around for these people. But we, nine times out of 10, don't start this journey for ourselves right? We all start this journey because we want to feel better. We want to look better. We want to be at our optimum health. We, you know, we don't. We do it for other people. And that's, you know, a lot of the reasoning why it does not stick for long periods of time. And it's not sustainable because we are not our own goal. Mm-hmm. I said it. We are not our own goal. We always have a goal for somebody else. You know, if I if I if I lose this weight, um, my ex of you know want me back and all of these things, right? So we do it for reasons that really do, don't include ourselves. But I encourage you today um to do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. And if you started out on your journey doing it for somebody else, doing it for someone else, honey, shift your reasoning. Do it for you. And what I just want you to know as women, as black women, that no one is going to save you, right? No one is going to save you. You have to save yourself. And you have to save yourself first before your family, your children, your your mama, your your mates. Like you have to save yourself 
first. It's okay putting yourself first. I know, I know, I know, I know, ladies. We have been taught to do everything for everyone else first. Put yourself first, right? Before your children, before church, before, and I will say God. I'm going to go ahead and say this, and this is what I mean. You are God. You are made in the image of God. So when you look in the mirror and you look into your eyes, you see God personified on earth, right? You are God. And so you you put yourself first. When you put yourself first, you put God first. I'm going to just stop right there and say, when you put yourself first, you put God first. And so in that putting yourself first, you put everything else. You set up how people will treat you, right? Or not, (laughs) or not, right? You have to know that you belong first and that no one's going to save you. No one's going to come and cook your meals for you. No one's going to You can get meal prepping services and they can prepare your meals or your spouse can prepare prepare a meal for you or whatever, but is it the way that you will prepare it for yourself? See, I think a lot of us on this journey, we always look for easy outs. And when you're looking for an easy out, the only person that you're shortchanging is you. You're the only person that you're shortchanging. And why? You deserve that whole bill, right? You deserve that $100 bill. Don't shortchange yourself. If it was a $100 bill, will you get will you give yourself a penny and then give somebody else $99.99 and you just keep a penny for yourself? Well, if you said no, then don't shortchange yourself here. And if you had to stop and think about it, that's big too. I encourage you to journal around that. Do you always put other people ahead of you? I encourage you to journal around that and sit with that and figure out what is it about you that wants to put other people ahead of you, right? We're talking about finding our happy now. We're talking about finding our happy on our keto journey and knowing that no one is going to save us and we have to be okay. This is big. You have to be okay with where you are right now. Be okay with where you are right now, whatever weight you are, whatever size you are, with whatever ailments or aches and pains that you have. You have to be okay with that right where you are right now in this very moment. Be okay. Love yourself where you are because that is the key to success. Because if you can love yourself where you are, and and, and queen, stop talking about your body in such a negative way. Love and accept yourself right where you are. Rely on you. 
you are reliable, right? On this journey to happy, you have to know that right where you are is where you're supposed to be. And as you're working on better, it being in that space of being okay with where you are, you can get to somewhere else. You can move or shift to somewhere else really effortlessly because you're okay with you right where you are. Right? So what have we what have we talked about? The key to a delicious, yummy life is finding your own happiness that no one is going to save you, be your own shero and save yourself, that you have to be okay with where you are right now and create and find and make your own happiness and love and accept yourself right where you are and rely on you, right? You can't expect other people to rely on you. If you do not rely on yourself, stay tuned and we'll be right back. Now that we have given ourselves permission to love ourselves, what does loving yourself look like? Now, it may look different for everybody and it will, but there are a few key things that, um, you can, you know, use as a rubric, if you will, a guideline to loving yourself. And if you can just start to write down and journal around just things that you appreciate about yourself, find qualities that you like about yourself, find qualities that you like about yourself. I I just like, Find qualities that you like about yourself. We want to talk about all of the things that we like about ourselves, right? You know, and things that other people may say that they like about you. You know, your friends. I like hanging out with you because you're a good listener. I like hanging out um, with you because you're, you know, fun to be around. I like myself because, you know, I'm way more fun, you know? I'm funny. I I really like laughing. And when you find those qualities about yourself, things that you appreciate about yourself or maybe others, but I don't want you to get so hung up on what others think, right? But if that if that is your starting point, then that's okay, right? You, you can start there, but I really want you to dig deep and tap into those things that you appreciate about yourself. And if you don't have anything that you appreciate about yourself, if you can't think of any, it's okay right now. But I want you to sit with it and I want you to um, really contemplate what you like about yourself. And I want you to write, if you write it down and if you only have one thing, then that's fine. That's fine. It's really fine. But find the qualities that you like about yourself. It makes a difference on your keto journey. And because if you know what you like, then you can 
easily translate that for someone else. And I say this because going around people, um, around family members and stuff around food, you know how people, y'all know how people always just want to throw food at you and talk about, here, eat this. Do you want some of this? Oh, I forgot you don't eat that. Um, I set boundaries and people know, and me setting my boundaries for myself, um, I don't allow them to be crossed. And I, I set myself up for success because I already know that, you know, I don't like these things or I don't eat these things anymore. And I know that because I've created a list of what I appreciate my about myself, one of my things is that I appreciate that I have the ability to say no. And in, in appreciating that for about myself, then when I say no to someone about food or about anything in general, um, I feel good about it because I appreciate the fact that I can say no and I say no powerfully. I say no powerfully and I can stand in my no. <laughs> I stand in my no. I don't do things that I don't want to do because I can stand in my no, right? So write your qualities down that you um, appreciate about yourself, that you love about yourself, that you like about yourself. And since I said like, like yourself, like yourself. I, I know earlier we talked about loving ourselves where we are, but I want you to like where you are. I want you to like your body, the body that you're in. Like it because, you know, love is, you know, good. Everybody, you know, we're commissioned to love everybody, but we don't have to like everybody. And when you like yourself, when you like the body that you're in, when you like the body that you see in the mirror, it helps you to move or propels you forward to then being at your optimal health. So like yourself and I, I also have an exercise that I do is the things that I like about Wendy. What, what do I like about me? Right? I like my sense of humor. I like that um, I have a, a very um, positive outlook on life. I like that I like making people to laugh, make, making people laugh. I like um, that I feel happy most days. And on the days that I don't feel happy, I'm okay with that too. I like that about me. I like that I don't beat myself up about things often. And if I do, I know how to course correct. I like those things about myself. I like my hair. I like my skin. I like my smile. It lights up a room. Like I like those things about me. So when you find out about the things that you like and you you start liking yourself and you doing that will cause your cause you to see yourself through kinder eyes. When you discover all of the things that you like about yourself, it will cause you to see yourself through kinder eyes. It will cause you to be kind to yourself. It will cause you to um, speak to yourself gently and lovingly, right? When you like yourself, when you like you, 
It will, you know, you do things. You buy yourself flowers, right? You set healthy boundaries for yourself when you like yourself, that you don't allow them to be crossed or or you don't relax them, right? Setting those boundaries and liking yourself is very important for you on your keto journey. You have to know that you are shifting, shape-shifting, if you will, who you are. Because when you are carrying extra weight, you do things, you put on things to um, be, to protect ourselves, right? And then as we are on this keto journey, then you have to unpack those things. You have to take those things off, undress those things, yourself from those things in those ways and and things that you have put on to protect yourself because you no longer need it. You know, there's an exercise that I um, do in a journal that I've created, and I'll actually put a link in this podcast to the journal, but it is um, talking talking to yourself. If you could send or write or tell your younger self, right? Write a letter to your younger teenage self and tell her what you know now. Like, tell her what you think of her. Let her know, you know, what you think about her. And, you know, when I do the exercise, and I do it often, um, because there's different things that I would tell her at different intervals in my life, right? But to let her know that she made it and that, you know, it was easy and it wasn't as difficult as she thinking that life is good for her. Life is fantastic. Honey, she is an amazing woman. And doing that, it it lets you know that, you know, you can and do have the power to be whatever you want to be. It lets you know that you are right where you're supposed to be, right here, listening to this podcast on your keto journey. And if you haven't started your keto journey, you're still in the right place at the right time because you hear this podcast letting you know that you can be healthy, right? Letting you know that you are enough right where you are right now, that you are worthy of good health and happiness, letting you know that you are worth the effort. Sis, you're worth the fight. You are worth it. So keep going. Don't give up. Don't quit on you because you're worth the effort. You're worth every meal prep. You're worth the time. You're worth every tear. You're worth it. You, sis, beautiful queen that you are, you are worth it. And you, my beautiful black sister queen, are exquisite. And this world would be so much dimmer without you in it. Because you, queen, You shine brightly, brilliantly, 
And I appreciate you. I, Wendy, appreciate you for being a part of my path and my journey. I appreciate you. And if no one else have told you today, you are loved. You are wanted. You are necessary. And you are needed. I need you. I need you. All right? So take all of those words and those affirmations and write them down. Make them I am statements. I am worthy. I am enough. I am worth the um, effort. And I am absolutely exquisite. Because when you make I am statements, they shape your reality. All right? So I really want you to take that in, breathe that in, breathe all of it in. I really do appreciate you. I appreciate your time for listening to this podcast. I appreciate your energy that you lend to the group over on Facebook or on um, Instagram. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that is you. Thank you for showing up, not only to listen to this podcast, but thank you for showing up and being yourself and being who you are. And I encourage you to be who you are fully and authentically. And don't allow anyone ever to, well, ah, don't you, don't you turn down your brightness to allow anyone to fit in. Honey, you shine brightly. And if they can't stand your shine, honey, give them, throw them some shades, tell them to put on them hater blockers. All right. All right, ladies, we are going to jump right back in with um, your happiness is your responsibility. And I know some of you may say, well, what does this have to do with keto? Oh, it has a lot to do with the girl. I promise you it has a lot to do with it because (laughs) if you are not happy about the lifestyle choices that you're making, if you're not happy about this keto lifestyle and this keto, your keto journey, if you're not happy about it, it won't work. It won't stay. You won't stay or be committed to reaching your goals and maintaining your goals. So, you know, you really have to um, commit to yourself. You have to commit to yourself and know that your happiness is your responsibility. And, you know, some of you may say, well, Wendy, how do you do that? How do, how do, how do you do that? How do you, how do you make your happiness your responsibility? Well, glad you asked. What I do is I don't look outside of myself for happiness. I, I look inside of me, you know, I, I 
I go within. And I I have learned over the years that what makes me happy? I learned that, you know, being close to the ocean makes me happy. Being near and on a beach makes me happy. Going outside makes me happy. Um, buying myself some flowers makes me happy. Cooking myself some yummy, delicious food makes me happy. Spending time with friends and, you know, people that I love and that, you know, I know that genuinely love me as well, you know, makes me happy. And so y'all see what I just did? I, I talked about all of the things that make me happy that versus the things that doesn't make me happy, right? And then, and your list may not be as long as mine, but find that one thing that truly makes you happy. If you find that one thing that truly makes you happy, I promise you, you'll be able to create and, and find and recognize more things that make you happy, right? So on your keto journey, I encourage you to spend time making yourself um, delicious um, meals, preparing your food and love um, because you are what you eat. Not only, you know, if you if you're making your meals begrudgingly or meal prepping because you feel obligated to, don't do that because the energy that you are preparing your food with, then that's the energy. That's what you're taking in your body, right? So as you are thinking about what you're going to eat, even if you're buying food out, um, make sure you're doing it not just out of um, rushing and obligation. Oh, I got to eat. I got to eat. No, stop. And, and and take a deep breath. So what I want to convey in this message, in this podcast, in this message is that, you know, your breath connects you to the now moment. So whenever you feel out of sorts, stop and take a deep breath in through your nose and release it through your nose because that connects you to the now moment. And I don't know about anybody else, but for me, I've had to have a lot of deep breathing um, on my keto journey, especially when I first started, you know, going around food and different things. And I just connect, honey, and take a deep breath in and I would release it and say to myself, Wendy, you're worth more than that um, cake. You know what that cake tastes like. And... Besides that, it's going to make your um, ankle swell and your knees hurt. So, you know, I want you all to connect to that breath and know that you are your own responsibility and spend time cooking for yourself. I want you all to be gentle with yourselves. Be gentle. It was one um, sister who posted in the group about her um what did she she jumped she um ate it, I think I I think I um screenshot it um she accidentally 
had a cheat day after losing her or releasing y'all her first five pounds when she lost them you know I'm gonna go ahead and read her words after losing my first five pounds what should I do to get back on track now she accidentally had a cheat day no you didn't it wasn't an accident You chose to have a cheat day. But, and after she lost her first five pounds, right? So a lot of us self-sabotage because we, um, we, we, we can't, or we can't get in our minds that we deserve to 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 release weight, right? And so, you know, we're going to treat ourselves with food um, because you know you you lost five pounds and now you have to treat yourself with a, you know some food or whatever, and or accidentally have cheat days. You don't accidentally have a cheat day. You one shouldn't be cheating yourself at all. If you make a decision to eat off plan and make the decision. And I encourage you to make the decision full on, make that decision and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do and enjoy it. But there's nothing that you should do to get back on track. Because if we are loving ourselves and we're being gentle with ourselves, and if we are creating and finding our own happy, then you have to really say and take ownership of it and say, you know what? I decided to eat off plan. I enjoyed it or I did it. Um, and know that it, was, it wasn't um, good for me. It didn't make me feel good. Oh, it, tastes, it didn't taste the same. Um, the last podcast with Cam um, over at Keto with Soul, we talked about her journaling um, after she eats off plan, after she makes the decision to eat off plan, she journals to see how um, the food made her feel. And, you know, she said that she would um, write, it wasn't worth it. Eating XYZ wasn't worth it. So if you haven't listened to that, um, the last episode, I encourage you to do so really, really good. But, you know, sit with how you feel after you eat this food. I think a lot of us, we eat and we don't pay attention to how we feel um, because that's what we're used to doing. But I encourage you to sit with how you feel uh, and not, don't beat yourself up, be gentle with yourself, right? But sit with how the food makes you feel. Does your ankle swell up? Do your joints hurt? Do you feel sick to your stomach? You know, check in with your body to see how it feels, right? Check in, check in and and make sure you know that it, you know, that you are what you're feeling and then you can know how to move um the next, you know, the next time. When you get around something that you um, that's off plan and that you want to eat, you will know how to navigate that, right? So, 
you know, I, I, I encouraged this young lady to be gentle with herself and see herself through kinder eyes. Okay, I ate off plan, but there's no need to punish yourself. And then, you know, I as the comments were coming in, I had to um, just shut the comments down because I think we we want to be helpful as as you know each other's keeper or you know us being us. But I think sometimes we give information that will you know cause another sister harm or you know trauma or whatever around food. But we don't have to work out after you eat. You don't have to fast. You don't have to get extra cardio in. You just have to pick up your next meal as a keto meal. That's all. It's just that simple. Move on. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just go on to your next meal. Flow on to your next meal, right? And that's all that's required. There is. You don't have to punish yourself. Sis, stop punishing yourself. You deserve a life without struggle. You deserve a life without punishment. And especially around food, right? We eat something that's decadent or off plan and we are killing ourselves. We are beating ourselves up. We falling off of wagons and and whatnot. <laughs> like we are doing all of these things that are counterproductive. We they're counterproductive because neither of these things cause you to move forward. It causes you to stay stuck where you are and look back. Oh, I've always done this. I, I can't do this because this is what always happens. No, honey. No, 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 no. And loving yourself and finding you're happy, then you move forward and you do so powerfully. You do so powerfully. You move forward and leave it right there. Don't worry about that meal because you can't change it. You ate it. So you can't change it. It's all right. Move on to your next meal and make it keto. That's it. That's all. Very simple. Right? And I want you all to know that when you do this, you love yourself enough to take care of yourself. Right? And because taking care of ourselves mentally or physically, you know, first, but mentally, like that mental piece, don't beat yourself up. We stay up in our heads about, oh my God, I ate the wrong thing and I didn't know and, or I did know and I accident, we have accidents around it. But when you um, are making sure and taking care of yourself, then, you know, I, I really want you to um, know that in, in taking care of yourself, it means being okay with the choices that you made, right? Because you make choices. So you have to be okay with the choices that you make and then you move on. Don't beat yourself up. Don't stay there. Don't, don't waddle in um, choosing 
to eat off planning and, and whatnot. And then you just go into this self-sabotaging mode that keeps you on that, you know, journey of downward spiral, right? So, so just make sure that you are checking in, journaling around. And I'm not, I, I, I really want to be clear. I'm not giving you or saying that you should eat off plan, but if you choose, make sure you check in with yourself and see how you feel around that because it's important. It's important to know what foods do to your body, especially now that you've been off of them for some time, right? So I know rice for me like messes up my joints like tremendously, so does bread. So I know that because I, I I sat with myself, I checked in with my body, I documented what 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 it does for me, you know, and what it does to me <laughs> when I eat those foods. So I have to really know that, you know, what works against me and what and, and even check in with your body when you're eating keto foods, right? Because you want to know how does your body respond to these different things? If you don't get enough fat in, how does your body respond? If you eat too much protein, how does your body respond? If you don't eat enough leafy green vegetables, how does your body respond? Our bodies, queens, are amazing machines. We can heal ourselves with just our thoughts alone and food. Food is healing. And you have to know what these things do and and how they feel in your body. All right? So give yourself permission to live and love yourself fully. Right? Give yourself permission to live and love yourself fully while you're on this keto journey, right? While you're journeying to that new you, give yourself permission to experience something new. Give yourself permission to have way more fun. Give yourself permission to love yourself more. Give yourself permission to buy, you know, a a beautiful outfit. Don't worry about the cost of it. Give yourself permission to hook up and um, link up with like-minded queens that will support you and celebrate you. Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to love you fully and authentically. Give yourself permission. All righty, queens. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Black Girls Keto 2 Podcast. I am excited that, you know, I got to share just these little jewels um, with you all um, that you can know, you know, who you are and, you know, show up in your life powerfully and authentically. And, you know, shine brightly. Don't dim your light for anyone. 
if they can't get with your glow, huh, baby, again, tell them to go. All right. So I just really hope that if you are moved to and inspired to join us over on Facebook and our um, Black Girls Keto 2 community, and I'll put the link in the podcast, but this is what one queen um, last week had to say about the group. This is such an inspiration, or I'm sorry, she says, this group is such an inspiration. I am truly enjoying seeing all of your progress and motivated to get started for myself. Keep up the good work, queens. And another queen said that she is a part of many Facebook groups about keto, but this group is the best that she's ever been in. It's very motivating and very positive, and I and I love that. So join us over on Facebook, Black Girls Keto 2. We are the group with 26,000 plus members, and we would love to love on you over there. If you are looking for coaching and you want a keto coach or a life coach, I am a certified transformational life coach, and I am a certified keto coach. Now, we can meld the two together, which we do, Um, but if you're looking to, or business, if you're looking for business coaching as well, then that's what we do um, as well. So you can always reach out to me via instant message over on Facebook, DM on um, Instagram, or you can email me at wendy at creativelywendy.com. And, you know, I would love hearing from you. If you have any um, subjects that you would like for us to talk about, send me a message and we'll see what we can do. Or I'm always looking for a guest on the podcast. Do you have a, a keto message or message that you would like to share with other queens out there in the keto community? Send me a message and we'll get you on the podcast. All right. Until next time, queens. Have a great one on purpose.